to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. This is Empower, the podcast that motivates you to start living your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a former lawyer turned podcast host, content creator, and now your personal hype woman. Thank you so much for joining me where we chat all about growth, goals, and living with intention. No matter how life is feeling for you today, this time is yours, so let's make it count. Kia ora te welcome back to Empower. Today we're going to have a quick little chit chat about the people that you surround yourself with. Recently I was chatting to a friend about a business that she's thinking of starting and I know she's going to be listening to this so hello, you know who you are, if you think this is about you, it is. (laughs) Um, She's definitely experiencing the imposter syndrome and the fear of failure and not feeling 100% confident to jump in and put it out into the world you know, that this is something that she's trying. And I get that. I relate to that because I felt that way about the podcast and I've felt that way about other things that I have been involved in over the last few years. And besides just getting completely sick of my own shit, I've been thinking about what it was that helped me move the needle because I know that's not, it's not an uncommon issue. I know it's something that we all deal with and that we all struggle with and I know that it's something that can paralyze you and some people get to the end of their lives and they look back and they think god I I should have tried that or I wish that I could go back and take that opportunity up and I wish that I could just get over myself and realize that we only get one life and who cares what other people think you know what I mean And so I've been thinking about what it was that helped me move the needle when I was feeling those feelings of imposter syndrome and I was worried about failing and I was worried about what other people would think. I mean, there are so many factors, but it definitely had a lot to do with the people that I surrounded myself with. And there is not a question in my mind that I, like, I know for a fact I would not be doing what I do and enjoying the life that I have right now if it weren't for the people in my circle. And what I know for sure is that if I had kept some of the other people from my past and my life, I also wouldn't be doing what I do and enjoying the life that I have. So it's important and it has an impact on the quality of your life and it is completely within your control. When you feel like things aren't within your control, then it's easier to make excuses about them. It's like a get out of jail free card. You know, if you can place the blame or place the responsibility on someone else, then 
it's easier to make excuses for yourself. But ultimately, you make the choices about the people that you allow in your life. And if there are negative people in your life, if there are people in your life that make you feel like shit, it's because you're giving them the space to remain in your life. You know, the part that you have control over is the role that they have in your life and kind of how seriously you take them. Because to be honest, like there are people in my life, maybe not so much now because I work from home. So there are days where I will see very few people, if any at all, besides me and the dog. Like there are always people that you can't necessarily escape from. Maybe there's someone at work that is just like such a down bars. And because you work with this person, you have no control over the amount of involvement that you have to have with them, but you do have control over the role that they have in your life and how much power you allow them to have and the way that they influence you and the way that they impact you. That is all stuff that is within your control. So it means that there isn't actually any excuse, which is a little bit scary, but it also means that you don't have to keep putting up with bad energy or people that bring bad energy into your life if you don't want to. And I think that's really empowering. So today I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about how to recognize if you are surrounding yourself with the wrong people and then what to look out for in the right people. We all make the mistake of surrounding ourselves with the wrong people and I think it's a lot easier to recognize that once you're out and once you have the gift of hindsight because, I mean, I never thought that I was surrounding myself with the wrong people before but now that I look back, I'm like, it's so, (laughs) it is so obvious. I do look back sometimes and I was having a conversation with my parents about it actually last month and I was like, Oh my God, it was just so obvious that this person just did not like me. (laughs) And they were like, yeah. (laughs) But at the time, it was not necessarily something that I could recognize. And to be fair to that person, yeah, they didn't like me. But I think it was more they didn't like me because the relationship that they had with me was one which probably... Um, made that person feel very insecure and made that person hyper aware of their own shortcomings, to be honest. I don't know, I'm making assumptions. It's not something that I plan on looking into any deeper, but it's just the point of what I'm saying is that it is hard to realize sometimes that you are surrounding yourself with the wrong people. So what are some of the examples and what are the things that we should be paying attention to if we're trying to figure out whether maybe someone that's been in your life for a long while or a short while is the wrong person? As many of you know, I have a desk standing desk and I love it. I am at my desk pretty much all day, most days, and hand on heart, it is one of the best investments I've ever made. And with my under desk treadmill, I can seriously hit 10,000 steps a day in less than two hours without leaving my office. So I'm not joking when I say I cannot imagine life without it now. The good people at Desk have given me a discount code, which will get you $40 off any Desk desk purchase. That code is Mihi, M-I-H-I, plus you get free shipping New Zealand wide and a 10-year one. Warranty. So make sure you head over to their website, desbird.co.nz, and check them out. The link is in the description. Firstly, you want to look out for a lack of support. So, you know, like a quiet hater. People who aren't feeling overly secure about their lives and so don't want to see you doing better. When you value a relationship, when a relationship feels like it matters to you, it's quite easy to live in denial about the fact that perhaps the person that you share this relationship with, whether it be platonic or a romantic relationship, it's very easy to be in denial about the fact that maybe they're not actually as supportive as you believe them to be. And it's not about the potential that they have to be supportive in the future once they see that you're really successful 
or once you've reached all your goals. That's not what it's about. If someone's not supporting you on your journey to reach those goals in the first place, it means that they're not being supportive. It might not be something that you are willing or interested in ending a relationship over, and that's okay. That's your choice. But it's about having that awareness that, you know, eventually this might become a problem that you can't tolerate anymore. You deserve people that are going to support you no matter what. You deserve people who are going to get excited about the things that you get excited about, or at the very least, get excited about your excitement. The right people don't always need to be passionate about every single thing that you're passionate about, but they should find joy in seeing you happy and thriving and succeeding. So that's the first one, a lack of support. Number two, and I call this fan behavior, people that enter your life that are very keen to become your friend and suddenly incredibly invested in you. It's almost like when a relationship moves too fast, too quickly. That's what I mean when I talk about fan behavior. It's people who kind of surround you and agree with anything that you say and have almost an obsession There's almost an obsession with the friendship or maybe they're obsessed with you, but what they're obsessed with is an idea of who you are in their head and they probably don't actually know you and it isn't genuine. And often when people come into your life that I would consider fans, they come into your life and they have a a preconceived idea about who you are and about what it would be like to be your friend And that is what they are looking for. They're not necessarily looking to genuinely connect with you. And it's hard because I think a lot of the time those people um, lack the self-awareness to even understand that it's what they're doing. But I know whenever I've been involved with people like that, they've always wanted so much more out of me than I could ever provide. And almost every time the friendship was about them wanting something out of me. And one thing to be wary of with these sorts of relationships and friendships in your life, the people that exhibit this behavior that potentially are the wrong people for you in your life, you also need to be prepared for what could happen when you try to distance yourself or try to cut it off altogether if that's what you want to do. Because based on my experience, it's led to all kinds of crazy shit happening. If you do have people in your life that are like this, a lot of the time they're a little bit unstable and it has led to anonymous flowers being sent to my parents' house. It's led to notes. It's led to um, someone sent me like a CD, like a, um, (laughs) I don't know what I'm trying to say, you know, like a CD, like they put all these songs onto a CD for you and send it to you and all of these sorts of relationships that I'm talking about they sound that sounds like it would come from like a crazy ex or like an upset boyfriend they were all platonic relationships and unfortunately for me because I just wasn't good at being able to identify and differentiate between someone who is a genuine friend and someone who is a fan Those relationships and those friendships are incredibly draining and incredibly confusing and can get quite toxic quite quickly, which leads me on to number two, which is toxicity. And the word toxic, I feel like, is thrown around everywhere. People who only ever talk shit about other people, like if your whole relationship or friendship is based on talking shit about other people and nothing else, like what what is that? Where's the quality in that friendship? And there's often like a bit of a connection between this toxicity and fan behavior. Like I had a chick that was such a major fan, like even admitted that she was a major fan, enter my home and come to me and say, oh, I'm just letting you know, like this person 
um, says all these terrible things about you, but don't worry, like I always stick up for you no matter what. First of all, leave my house. It's so disrespectful to come into someone's house. You don't even really know them. That was all this person had to say to me. But what made it a whole lot worse was a few weeks later trying to come back to my house with the person that was supposedly saying all these terrible things about me. Like, are we crazy? I'm so sorry. Like, (laughs) toxic, toxic behavior, toxic fan behavior. And there's a lot of interrelationships, I guess, between all of these. I could be talking about this stuff and you could be thinking that there is one person that fits all of these (laughs) criteria or maybe just one or two. But if that's not setting off a red flag, people who come in and all they want to do is like talk about other people and it should be a double red flag if the people that they talk about are also their mates, you know, pay attention. But any friend that makes you feel bad about yourself or any friend that brings you information that is quite clearly not in your best interests or any friend that just wants to play mind games with you and manipulate you and get what they want out of you and take advantage of you and then leave you to deal with that on your own it's not they're not a genuine friend they're not a good person to have in your life then we have misaligned values so just people and and this one's interesting because values can change over time so there can be people that you were friends with or people that you were in a relationship with that you associate with and maybe you've gotten along for years maybe you've been close for years and then all of a sudden things just stop making sense and you don't fit in the way that you used to fit and often that's because values have changed somewhere along the line and it doesn't matter I mean I'm talking about friends and relationships this can be family as well you don't have to know me for very long to know that my whole co-papa is like feminism anti-colonization educate women power to women like my whole podcast is called empower because all I care about is empowering women you know what I mean so it's nuts to think that I have family members very close family members with whom I share blood that consider themselves misogynists um, right-wing radicalists and of course that ends up being a major misalignment of values and I know that for many people especially when it comes to family you do what you can to kind of continue supporting each other no matter what differences of opinion you may have and no matter how many disagreements there could be. And I am all for that to a degree, but I think some values are fundamental, some things you just cannot accept, especially when it comes to humanity. And sometimes you do need to cut off family members. Again, it's personal. I don't know your situation. So it's totally up to you. But if there is a major misalignment in values, to the extent that it like harms you or harms people that you love, then yeah, they probably are the wrong people to have in your life. And it doesn't matter if you share blood, doesn't matter how many years you've known each other, things change, people change, life changes, and sometimes you just need to make a call. And kind of connected to misaligned values as well is just stagnation. You know, if you're in a situation where you have goals and you've, you're ambitious and you've got things that you want to achieve and you're surrounded by people who who are quite happy to drift through life, maybe who are holding you back, maybe who find it difficult to get their head around the big ideas that you may have, especially if you're from a small town. And you may not necessarily need to cut these people off, but surrounding yourself with people that only have sort of closed mindsets and aren't interested in doing anything to better themselves or to challenge themselves when you are someone who is of 
an open mindset and you do want to challenge yourself and you do want to grow, then those relationships are probably holding you back and you don't necessarily need to cut them off, but it's about finding the right people to start surrounding yourself with, which leads us very nicely onto surrounding yourself with the right people. Because those are all the wrong people. And I know like I've totally just skimmed the surface. I could have gone so much deeper and so much harder into the wrong people. But a really simple way to determine whether or not someone is the wrong person for you is to ask yourself how you feel after you've spent time with this person. On average, do you feel energized? Do you feel good? Do you feel excited to see this person? Do you feel inspired? Do you feel positive? Do you feel good about yourself? Or do you feel like shit? (laughs) Do you feel drained? Do you feel negative? Do you feel like you suddenly have all of these problems that you didn't have before and you don't know what to do about it and you feel overwhelmed? All you need to do is ask yourself how you feel when you spend time with this person or ask yourself how you feel even when you think about this person because that's enough to incite a reaction. That's how you know if you're surrounding yourself with the wrong people. You want to be surrounding yourself with the right people, obviously. You want people who challenge you. Like, it's healthy to disagree. Some people who lack self-awareness will definitely want to surround themselves with people who will never challenge them, who will never ask questions, who will agree with everything that they say. That's not someone who's interested in growing or doing better. That's just someone who's got control issues. Because you want to be surrounding yourself with people who challenge you. You want to be surrounding yourself with people who have different ideas about things and people with whom you can have a respectful debate about something and you can talk some stuff through because your whole perspective could change. Like I know for me, like before I met my partner, I had never dated someone at all who quite honestly was brave enough to challenge me and he's not the only one obviously like I've got so many other people in my life all of them to a degree who aren't afraid to call me out on my shit and that's what I need I'm a better person because I have been challenged by those people I'm a better person because I have been exposed to other perspectives that are different to my own and I respect those relationships and I want to understand You need people who challenge you. You also need people who inspire you or influence you to do better or be better. You want to surround yourself with people that you trust. The people that you know would have your back if someone started talking shit about you. Or the people that you know would say your name when there are opportunities that come up and you aren't there to advocate for yourself. That's all about trust. And if there are people in your life that you are surrounding yourself with that you don't trust, get rid of them. The amount of us that keep people around that we point blank do not trust, why? (laughs) What a waste of life to have people in your life that you don't trust. I think the biggest factor for me in terms of like the leaps and bounds I've made in my own personal growth, but also just in living a life that I enjoy and creating the life that I want to live and doing things that I'm passionate about, it was surrounding myself with people that recognized my potential probably before I did and again like my partner had a lot to do with that my parents have a lot to do with that my best friends have a lot to do with that like when I met my partner I was making half of the money that I make now and he would 
constantly tell me that I'm worth more and constantly encourage me to advocate for more and to push for more and constantly remind me how hard I work and constantly remind me what I'm worth. That's the first time I had ever experienced that in a relationship. And it wasn't until like I was constantly getting this messaging from my partner now, years ago, right? We've been together for years. And he was constantly being like, no, you're worth so much more than this. I see how hard you work. You are worth so much more than this. Then I started believing it. It was something I had just never really thought that hard about. But when you have someone that's in your corner that really recognizes your potential and recognizes your worth and is not afraid to remind you of that, that is significant. That makes a difference. And it wasn't just him. Like I had another friend who who I had probably known no joke, for maybe a week, two weeks max, we're best friends now, she's one of my really close friends now, and she said to me, you have to start a podcast, like just from these conversations that we've had, you have to start a podcast, no word of a lie, I had all the gear at home, okay, like this was in my year before I actually started the podcast, and I wasn't starting it because I was too afraid of all kinds of things, and I was standing in my own way, she said to me, with no, she had no idea that I was even considering a podcast. She was like, you have to do this. This is like what you're made to do. Like, I don't even know you that well. And I can tell that was significant. That conversation was significant. Would I have started the podcast anyway? Of course I would have, but it gave me the push that I needed. You know what I mean? It's, it's people who are so unafraid to champion you to your face. And when you're not around, those are the people that you want to surround yourself with. Those are the people that you want to keep in your life and always show up for because they are showing up for you. And a lot of the time, you definitely don't know what you're missing if you've never experienced it before. Like, I didn't know that I deserved a partner who was 100% on my team, not afraid to challenge me, and also not afraid to remind me of my worth. I didn't know that I deserved that because I had never experienced that myself. And if you're thinking like, oh, do I have the right people in my life? Maybe this person, this person kind of has potential to be the right person. Trust me, you will know. (laughs) Like I know that right now, the people that I have in my circle that I am surrounded with are the right people. Could things change in the future? Of course they can. That is life. But everyone that's in my circle right now and everyone that's in my life right now belongs here. And everyone that's in my life right now, as a part of my journey, wants to see me succeed, just like I want to see them succeed. And I deserve nothing less. And the same goes for you. You deserve nothing less than people who challenge you, who inspire you, who make you feel good about yourself, who recognize your potential. That's what you deserve. Anything less is just not good enough. I do think that 100% of the choices that you make about who you let into your life are indicative of how you're feeling about yourself as well. Like when I was feeling less self-assured and more insecure, I surrounded myself with people who would agree with everything that I said or people who gave me their company but only in return for something else. And I would keep people around because I felt like that's what I was supposed to do, even if they made me feel like I wasn't good enough even if they were abusing my family members, that's what I did. And so the decisions that I made about the people who I let into my life and the people that I surrounded myself with were totally reflective of the way that I felt about myself at that time, which was not great. So there is something to say about the relationship that you have with yourself. As always, 
because it impacts the relationships that you have with everyone else and the quality of the connections that you have with everyone else. And I don't want you to forget that. I just want you to know that you deserve the best and you deserve genuine connections and you deserve people who love you. Okay, be a minimum. Anyways, that is all I have got for you today. So on that note, I will love you and leave you. Have a fabulous week. I appreciate that you've taken time out of your day to listen to me. So make sure you do something kind for yourself today and I will chat to you next week.